Welcome to the Not Old Better Show, Smithsonian Associates Inside Science Series. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and this is episode number 363. When you hear the name Walter White, of course, the anti-hero of Breaking Bad, played by Emmy winner Brian Cranston, you likely recall the show's emphasis on science as Walter White is a scientist and high school chemistry teacher. During the course of five seasons of Breaking Bad, Walter White practiced a lot of ad hoc chemistry from experiments that explode to acid-based evidence destruction to an amazing repertoire of methodologies for illicit meth making. But how much of his science is actually scientific? As part of our Smithsonian Associates Inside Science and Technology series, we are joined today by Dr. Donna Nelson, who also worked on Breaking Bad and who played an important off-camera role on the show, that of official science advisor, which served as a professional opportunity to bring science into focus within the context of a wildly popular television series. In her role as science advisor to the series, Dr. Donna Nelson, a professor of chemistry at the University of Oklahoma, explained, analyzed, and evaluated the show's portrayal of science beginning near the end of season one. The intent was not, of course, to provide a how-to manual for wannabe meth moguls, but to decode the show's most head-turning, jaw-dropping moments and make sure they were scientifically accurate. Our guest today, Dr. Donna Nelson, joins us to discuss the show's portrayal of chemistry, biology, physics, and subdivisions of each area, including toxicology and electromagnetism, as well as how she became involved in the show and some of the unusual questions posed to her. Dr. Donna Nelson's presentation, The Science of Breaking Bad, behind the scenes with the show's science advisor, will be on Tuesday, June 20. 2019. Dr. Nelson's presentation will draw from her new book, The Science of Breaking Bad, which she co-authored and which will be available for sale and signing. Join me for a fascinating discussion with Dr. Donna Nelson, who will add important behind-the-scenes color about what it was like to work with the creator and writers of Breaking Bad. Please welcome to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone chemist, scientist, educator, Dr. Donna Nelson. Dr. Donna Nelson, welcome to the program. Hi, Paul. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you very much for joining us. I think this is going to be a wonderful program. I think the subject matter is going to be very popular. We'll, of course, talk about the science of Breaking Bad for your Smithsonian Associates presentation. But why don't you tell us briefly about what you're going to be talking about there at Smithsonian? Well, um, a bit of everything. Uh, You know, a little bit about the new book that's coming out. But what I'll be speaking about principally will be my... uh, relationship with the show Breaking Bad, you know, the fact that I was its science advisor, you know, what I did, the activities I did, how I became their science advisor, and, uh, you know, just all sorts of the fun things that I did during that uh, activity. It sounds like a lot of fun. You're, of course, referring to your new book, The Science of Breaking Bad, which will be available for sale and signing at the Smithsonian Associates Program. But why don't we go back to that initial point that you made. How did you become involved with Breaking Bad? Oh, it was uh, totally unexpected. Um, <laughs> with, with the, uh, you know, I, I've long been affiliated with the American Chemical Society. I think I've been a member for, I don't know, 40 years or something like that. And so, uh, you know, we always get chemical and engineering news, the magazine. And at the end of season one of Breaking Bad, 
they interviewed Vince Gilligan in one of their issues. Mm. And at that time, I had never heard of Breaking Bad. But I do try to thumb through the issues of chemical and engineering news. And that interview caught my eye because it had the photo of Walter White in his underwear and lab apron out in the desert. (laughs) And you don't often see somebody wearing a lab apron under those circumstances. You know, and he was there in shoes and socks and no pants, and he looked totally strange. And I thought, oh, wow, that's really weird. So I stopped, you know, it caught my eye, and I looked at some of the other photos, and I read uh, that article thoroughly. It was just a couple of pages. And one of the sentences that Vince said in that article was that they didn't have any money for a science advisor, but uh, they really welcomed help. And the way he phrased it, he said, we welcome constructive comments from a chemically inclined audience. And I thought, I bet that means he's been getting a lot of flack from people. So it was just interesting from a number of aspects. And, you know, we people in science have forever been wishing that there was a way to connect more directly with people who are interested in science and watching science in television shows because so often, you know, they get it wrong and they paint us as, you know, weird people. And, <laughs> and uh, so uh, we've always talked, you know, at meetings and said, wow, you know, a few people had tried and the producers and directors just weren't interested in talking to us. And I looked at that and I thought, oh, wow, here is a producer who's inviting us to interact with him. This is so fabulous. And then I read on about the article and I thought, oh my God, but this is about meth, <laughs> you know, <laughs> illegal meth. This is horrible. <laughs> so um, I, I thought, oh, I couldn't possibly uh, be involved in anything like that, you know. And then I thought about it some more and uh, I thought, well, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I was too hasty. Maybe I didn't give it a fair chance. And so I went away and I watched all of the episodes that existed at that time. And it was five, just five. It was very early. You know, that first season they had the writer's strike. And so they had a real short season. And so um, I realized that every time Walt or Jesse did anything bad, they got punished. So that show is full of morals. And then I realized, well, maybe I could you know, be affiliated with that show. And of course, I had no guarantee that if I volunteered, they would even want to be, uh, you know, interacting with me. So I had no way to contact them. So I had to contact the person that wrote the article. And I said, I know you have must have their contact information. So could you relay a message to me that you know, pointed out that statement? I said, please tell them that they have a volunteer. And so uh, she said, okay, sure, I'll be happy to do that. And then they contacted me within about a week saying, oh, you know, this is fabulous. And so that's that's how it got started. That's a wonderful story. Yeah. That really came together nicely. And I'm sure when just to hear your reaction about this is about meth, it, it makes me think that, well, maybe, you know, your scientific guidance offset the fact that it was about meth and that maybe there was more value in your science perspective than in 
having a show be about meth and giving explanations as to perhaps how to kind of cook meth. Well, they had DEA agents, Drug Enforcement Administration agents, that helped them with the illicit labs Mm. and things like that. And they helped them uh, set up labs that looked authentic. Of course, you know, they were Mm -hmm. just shells. Um, sometimes people, <clears throat> when I've been out speaking, they've asked me things like, did they really synthesize meth on the set? You know, <laughs> and that's so absurd because, you know, all of that equipment, everything, you know, they were just empty shells. Mm. And, um, so the DEA really helped them, but the DEA wasn't interested in helping them with things like uh, how to pronounce the words correctly and what to write on the blackboard and, you know, all of, all of those other things. And then, uh, a lot of times they were just asking me things like, what would a scientist do in this situation? They had, uh, in one way, it was really sort of funny because the, uh, they had the idea that scientists are really, you know, totally different people, and, and, but that we're all sort of alike. <laughs> you know, like a cookie cutter, stamp out a scientist, you know. And, and, uh, and so I... I did uh, have the opportunity to interact with the writers and everybody on the set, you know, to assure them, you know, we have a very wide range of personalities and, uh, and, uh, you know, we're just sort of like regular people. <laughs> it was in a way pretty funny, uh, you know, and, 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 but I did have to also, you know, learn what it was like to be on a set there and um, interacting with them. It was like a different world. You know, we had different ways of describing things and uh, different words that we used. I remember one time uh, I used, I, we were, I was in a conversation and I used the word precursor to uh, Vince. And he said, oh, wait a minute, what's precursor? What does that mean? And so then I noticed that after that, Every other episode had the word precursor in it. They <laughs> they loved that word precursor. <laughs> Your influence was him, felt. Yeah, yeah. I told him. I said, you know, if you really want to impress the audience, put in the word stoichiometry because you're really working with stoichiometry. He said, No, no. We, you know, we, we're not going to go that far. <laughs> I think it was too hard to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that one is tough. So tell tell us what is stoichiometry. <laughs> It's ratios, you know, if you, okay. if you use this much of one compound, that much of another compound, how much of the product do you get? <laughs> and so I said, you're doing stoichiometries here. You know, they had asked me to predict that calculation. And I said, use, use the word stoichiometry or stoichiometric. And they <laughs> said, no, no. <clears throat> Fascinating. So, yeah. And later on, I'm, yeah, later on, I, I might mention that later on one time when I saw Vince, I pointed out to him that article that, you know, was the original way that I contacted him. And I said, you know, that magazine went out to 168,000 members of the American Chemical Society. If you're a member, you get that magazine automatically. And I said, how many volunteers did you get? And he said, one. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They got very lucky. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, that I use that when I'm speaking to students and I say, get you know, you need to train yourself to be able to recognize opportunities <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and grab <definitely>. them. <laughs> we are speaking with Dr. Donna Nelson. Dr. Nelson will be presenting at the Smithsonian Associates program coming up here Tuesday, June 25th on the subject of Breaking Bad Behind the Scenes 
with the show's science advisor. That, of course, is our guest today, Donna Nelson, who's written the book, The Science of Breaking Bad. So I have to ask you one question then about science. Walter White's calling card was blue meth. Is that real? (laughs) I remember when uh, Vince came to me on a a set visit and he said, what do you think about making the meth blue? (laughs) And I said, I wouldn't do it. And he said, why not? I said, because meth is white. And he said, what if it's pure meth? And I said, then it's white. It's really (laughs) white. And he said, what if it's really, really, really pure meth? And I said, then it'll be really, really, really white. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there's your answer. Yeah. yeah. But as you know, you know, it's a plot device. Yeah. They had to have plot devices. And and I have to uh, a lot of times remind the audience, you know, the show's fiction. I mean, it's not like a documentary or something where everything has to be factual. And and uh, so, you know, they, they, the, the uh, fans, even though, you know, we're all fans of accurate science, they do have to... Uh, realized that the show is fiction. And so the writers and the directors and producers had uh, total license to uh, not be factual all the time. At the Smithsonian Associates presentation coming up, you're going to be joined by Marius Stan, who is a senior scientist at the Argonne National Laboratory. But in addition to being a scientist, uh, Dr. Stan appeared on the show as Bogdan, the owner of the car wash. Yeah, I have not so, met him. Okay, well, so I, I think be that'll be, him. yeah. that's an interesting combination, I think, from from Vince Gilligan going from, from zero science to perhaps having another science right along, another scientist right alongside you. The scientific method certainly um, was given plenty of representation there on the show. Yeah. Now, you know, one thing is that I am an organic chemist, which is what Walter was supposed to be. Mm. So, and I teach mm-hmm. organic chemistry, and he was supposed to be an organic chemistry teacher. See, so uh, I mean, I'm actually a professor and I do research, but I also teach students. And so they were very interested in knowing, you know, how does, and they actually asked this question, you know, how does an organic chemistry professor talk to students? (laughs) It it depends on the circumstances. You know, I mean, if, if you're talking to them, trying to teach them something, you'll speak to them differently than if you're just in a casual conversation. And that'll be different than if you just caught them cheating, you know, so you can't, you know, there's not a blanket answer there. So, you know, I did try to answer all of their questions that mm-hmm. that they posed. So I tried to be very helpful. <laughs> and you are a professor uh, of chemistry at the University of Oklahoma, and that's where we're catching yes. up to you today. Yes. And I also had to point out, yes, I am a tenured professor of organic <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> Well, Dr. Nelson, we really appreciate your time. I just have one final question, and it really has to do with kind of talking to students. Dr. Uh, Dr. Nelson, as a, as a professor of chemistry, Hollywood, you refer to this sometimes, maybe portrays science as perhaps even doing a little bit more harm than good. So when young people are talking to you about science and becoming more interested do you look at these portrayals in programs like Breaking Bad as being better than just having nothing at all? Absolutely. I really think so. Absolutely. You know, even if the science um, is not correct, um, I think having it there is better than nothing. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm a glass half full person, <laughs> you know, but, but if you have somebody like Vince where they're uh, I, I think events is sort of like a science groupie. <laughs> he was always interested in it as a child, you know. And so 
there are some kids like that, and and I think that they're wonderful. And if you have somebody like that, it's really helpful because he really did care and he really did try. And it was a joy uh, working with him and all of his people, you know, because all of this dedication to uh, getting the science right was, uh, you know, it came from Vince. And I might mention that when I, early on, when I first started working with them, that um, someone there, I don't even, honestly, I don't remember who, told me that there was sort of a uh, story in Hollywood that um, you can't have a science advisor in a hit show because the science advisor will come in and say, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that, you know, and be too controlling and not give them the leeway that they need to, to have their uh, artistic freedom and create a great show. And I heard that, I heard somebody say that early on, and I thought, that really informs me of how I need to behave with them. And, uh, you know, I, I set my goal as trying to be really helpful and not create, not uh, controlling at all, but always to, uh, you know, be helpful, answer your questions, and, uh, you know, not, not try to restrict them and have a re- lot of respect for the writers and the directors and the producers and what they're doing. Dr. Donna Nelson, author of the new book, The Science of Breaking Bad, responsible for making sure that Breaking Bad was scientifically accurate. We appreciate your time. We know that you're going to answer a lot more questions, talk about a lot more of the details behind The Science of Breaking Bad coming up here at the Smithsonian Associates program. And we really appreciate your time today. So thank you so much, Dr. Nelson. Oh, thank you. I really enjoy talking about it. I, I thank you so much for having me on. My thanks to Dr. Donna Nelson at the Smithsonian Associates program presenting the science of Breaking Bad behind the scenes with the show's science advisor on June 25th, 2019 at the Ripley Center in Washington, D.C. Thanks, as always, to the Smithsonian team for all they do to support the show. And thanks, as always, to you, our wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Remember, talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody.